Podcasting straight from North Carolina is Dr. Jennifer Eichner-Lowry sharing her author journey with you. Jen Lowry writes is a place where amazing things happen for authors and readers together. The Holy Spirit is the ultimate podcast host. Jen is just the bird singing the song. She is a published author, educator, homeschool mama, life coach, and dreamer. Join her on the daily journey of discovering what this writing life is all about. Let's see what she will be led by the Holy Spirit to talk about today. Here's Jen. Thanks for supporting my Jen Lowry Writes podcast. My purpose is to inspire and encourage others to chase after their writing goals with faith and courage. By hitting the support this podcast button and with your monthly contribution of 99 cents, $4.99 or $9.99, you are helping me chase after mine. Welcome to my official author podcast. My name is Dr. Jennifer Lowry, and today I want to talk with you about that drill sergeant hat and editing. All right, I'm telling y'all, this whole visualization for me actually has been working quite nicely. I'm trying to channel my dad, who was a master sergeant in the Army. He retired after 21 years. So I heard all of his drill sergeant stories, and now I'm applying them to my own editing in the quiet of my house looking at my manuscript (laughs) and it's really just motivating me to understand that the purpose of the leadership of the drill sergeant you know is to really train you know to inform to educate to teach and to whip people into shape you know that's the thing that's what we're trying to do with our own whip and we can't do that if we're wearing the nice white church hat on a Sunday morning. Um, We really need that big-brimmed Master Sergeant hat. You know the ones I'm talking about. That's what we need. And in the past, I have been awful at my own editing. I'm going to be honest, guys. But I think when you know that your career is on the line you realize the seriousness of the situation and you have to take control and control of my own editing and learning this that's on me it's on no one else but me first and so i've actually kind of grown up about that maybe i was a little naive and childish view you know before But now I see, you know, the steps and the work that I need to put into this. Sure, you know, it's great that I can pop out a manuscript, you know, in seven days or 14 days. And I can write quick. But that doesn't mean that that write needs to go right out to the query pile or or for me to do that. No, it has to go through the editing process. I do it at school. I've taught, you know, I have taught writing for 20 years and it's all about the writing process and we're doing writer's workshop and here I am thinking that I can't do this to myself. Well, maybe I can, but I think that I need to psych myself out with the drill sergeant hat because me doing that this time around with the Hartwell Chronicles, 
I've approached my manuscript in a completely different way. And I want to tell you how. When I see that things just aren't cutting it, I don't feel bad or guilty about slicing a whole scene out. Like, there's no guilt there. There's no, oh my gosh, there's no doubt. There's no second guessing. I'm going with my gut. I'm going with my instinct on this. And I'm praying with the Holy Spirit. You know, Lord, help me through this process because I am weak and you are strong and you can supply all of my needs according to your riches and glory. And my need at this present moment is not just financial. It's the wisdom and the knowledge. And God, you can do all of those things. You can help me financially. You can help me with editing. So, you know, depending upon YouTube is wonderful. Depending on webinars and, you know, going out and researching and reading blogs, that will really help advance your understanding of what editors are doing. But then you've got to put on the hat and you've got to apply this stuff. And so I really want you to go through that visualization exercise, like seriously, like really channel that and understand that you've got to come at it with this tough love approach. It will change the way that you edit your work. And you know, I hear this excuse because I've said it. So I'm talking about what I've said. Well, I'm too close to my work. So it's really often hard for me to edit it. Do you know what? That's a bunch of bologna and cheese. I've realized that now. You know, that's just me saying that as a cop-out because I didn't quite know, other than Grammarly, <laughs> hitting spell checker and Grammarly, you know, other things and techniques and tricks and what can I do and how do I really look at this and... Come on, guys. We can learn. We can learn this. And we can do it together. But having that hat on, that visual, you know, just the visual process of you mentally putting on that sergeant hat. And you standing in front of your chapters who are all in a line. And so I've got 23 recruits right now. Just 23 I can handle, you know, a classroom of 30 kids, freshmen, sophomores. <laughs> I used to teach sophomores, and now I'm teaching a smaller group of freshmen, but they're like a class of 30 <laughs> that I love very much. But guys, seriously, I've got 23 recruits. And I can take each chapter and I can break it down and build it back up. And that's exactly what I'm doing. So let me tell you guys about rewriting chapter two. Oh yeah, I recognize the pacing problem right away. There was no way that chapter two would have worked in its original. Way slow. It didn't really advance the plot in any way. And as soon as I got to chapter two, I'm wearing that sergeant's hat. And I'm like, bye-bye. So long. You're out of here. Discharged. Bye. You don't, you don't make the cut. 
you're not going into my Navy SEAL team or, or you know, whatever you want to say. <laughs> I'm go Army for my dad. I'm Navy for my um, old father-in-law. Lord rest both of their souls. And so I'm representing both branches of the military. Now I'll tell you this. When I got to chapter 7 last night, opening scene. Here I have Tyler Locklear and he's approaching the father and I'm like, "Wait a minute. Tyler would Tyler is a complete character gentleman. Like I now know more about character development than I knew last summer. Y'all, research pays off. You just don't know. And sometimes, you know, I would question, I'm doing all of this research. Am I going to be able to remember all this stuff? Am I going to be able to apply all of these techniques? When you have that drill sergeant hat on and you've done your due diligence, you get in front of that screen, it's going to come to you, the parts that matter. And if it doesn't and you feel like, ugh, I forgot, don't tell your recruits you forgot. Look confident. <laughs> Wing it. And then go out there and research it again and then go back into that chapter. And so, yes, I've been editing, you know, for two weeks. And I'm at, you know, just chapter seven. And you guys are saying, wow, that's fast. Well, to me, that's extremely slow. So now I've put hours and hours and lack of sleep. Let's not talk about sleep in this equation of my life this week or last week. You know, the whole sleep is for the week thing. That's going to get old. I'm going to crash in a little bit probably. <laughs> but I'm telling you guys, looking now at chapter 7 and knowing what Tyler, how I wanted Tyler to be, I was like, no, Tyler wouldn't have done that. I know Tyler later in the book now. So the first POV of Tyler, he's got to be a different way. So I had to rewrite the entire scene. The dialogue, the motivation, the everything. It changed. And you know what? When I did it, it fit it was not stressful. It was not something that was hard to do. It just flowed. And I saw the error of my ways immediately. And I cut, cut, cut yet again. And so I took a picture of my word count at the beginning of this process. And now, each time that I go through a chapter, I'm checking, I'm looking, and I'm, you know, down in that corner, I'm still at 58,000 words. But I've cut, you know, don't quote me on this, but, because I'm not the, I can't remember the exact numbers, but I think I've cut about 700 words so far. But you've got to understand that by me cutting 700 words, those were extraneous words I didn't need. But I've also completely thrown away chapter 2 and rebuild it. And I've completely taken the scene, the opening of chapter 7 and redid it. I'm like, 
you know, just because it shows that, I have really been conscious of my moves. And I had a beta reader contact me yesterday. And the whole thing, I'm waiting, really gets you going. Because think about your beta readers as your general, you know, ready to send your recruits, you know, out to the battlefield. Because, yeah, they're going to have to fight to hold their position amongst all of the books on the bookshelf. And so here's, you know, here's your supervisor contacting you going, you know, I'm waiting, you know, send me up your next recruit. <laughs> and so I had to put chapters up last night. I had to. They want to read it. There's that motivation. And there's more of a motivation to get it right and get it right right now. So that way, the more that I get it right, the more that, you know, they're looking at a product that they're not catching holes in, you know, or they're not questioning character motives or characterization. They're seeing Tyler for the first time. They got to see Tyler the right way. And that matters to the reader. That's the reader's setup. So yes, I did want Tyler. I mean, they saw Tyler through Victoria's eyes. But once they get to Tyler in chapter 7, it's like, okay, we have to, you know, we have to really work that. And you guys know that 7 is my lucky number, okay? And I will tell you, I'm not going to say, oh, and there's a red bird right in front of me, right in front of me. I am not going to tell you that chapter 7 is my favorite chapter in the book or anything like that. But I will tell you that I named chapter 7 a name for a reason. And I made sure that it had like a double meaning. And so when you get the book, when you hit chapter 7, I hope that you smile because you'll be the ones that know this behind the scenes. And I prayed through the Spirit. Each chapter I'm naming now. And I prayed through the Spirit. You know, Lord, what would this one be called? And it has like multiple meanings. So it's perfect. So wear your drill sergeant hat. Trust me on this. Try it. And as silly as it might sound, the minute that you start to slack off, make like the general just walked into the room. Make like your boss just showed up. And there goes Jesus in the room. And there goes God, the Holy Spirit. You got the Trinity in the room. And they're doing an observation of your writing. And they're going... Okay, let's observe her today. And you give that manuscript to the Lord, and you give your editing to the Lord. And you pray for the wisdom, so that when you do speak, and you speak for your characters, you're doing it with intention, purpose, and it's plot-driven. <laughs>
and cut all the mess out. It's not there. It's not meant to be there. I'm really hoping, after having some um, extensive conversations with readers, that I can keep this series at 55,000 words, between 55 and 60,000 words. Because I know it is going to be a longer series, um, I want to get them in this first book. And you do, when you're making a series, you don't have to give every single thing, every single thing. But you do have to leave enough to make them want to keep turning the page. And so, as you know, now that, you know, that my series is planned out, and yes, I already have all the release dates on my calendar, so September the 13th is my first release, but December the 13th, after three months, I'm putting out the second book in the series, and that's, of course, Friday the 13th. I talked about that yesterday. And so, this drill sergeant hat has going to really have to become a part of my wardrobe, Just like I have my hat when I go fishing and when I go shooting. So I've got to have that hat because if I don't, the bullet is going to ricochet off of the indoor gun range and it's going to hit me. Um, I just got hit in the nose last Wednesday. I forgot my hat. And so I have a consequence for that. You know, I get kind of like jumpy when I know the bullets are coming right at my face. <laughs> but if I have the hat there with the brim on it, then I feel a little bit more protected. And so maybe that's for me with the drill sergeant hat. I know I've got to be tougher, and I'm such a soft person, and oh, I love my words. I love all my words. I want to keep them all. They're all a part of my family. No, they're not. They're 23 recruits. Some of them can make it. Some of them might not make it. I might get a transfer in from another. <laughs> So just know that whatever works for you, do that. This is what's working for me. So you know what I'm going to challenge you to do? Do it. Try it. All right. We wish you the best, Drill Sergeant. If you're looking for my challenge devotionals on Amazon, go right on over and type in Dr. Jennifer Eichner Lowry and you'll see my 30-day everyday mom challenge, my 30-day teacher challenge, fingerprint curriculum for my home school families, and one that's closest to my heart is the Happy Renewal Year Challenge devotional. I dare you to go and check them out today. You can also find that they're on Kindle Unlimited because I want you guys to have access. I often put them up for free uh, promotional items. I'll do countdowns. Um, so that way you can grab one, you can gift them with a friend, you can share them out on your sites and people can go on this journey with us. In December of 2019, look out for the release of my author challenge devotional. I'm looking forward to that one and sharing it with you. So I challenge you today to go out there and write something inspiring and share it with the world. 
Thanks for joining me on Jen Lowry Writes. You guys have a blessed day.